You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple. Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow. Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. All right, so if you're ready... Let's jump in. You good? I'm good. I'm good too. And um, I'm hesitant. What? Why? Because the every time we open these shows, you say this is going to be a great and show. And you you told have- me that I have to say something different, but I don't have anything <laughs> different to say. Go ahead and say what you say, man. We have some great guests. We we have some great guests. Tell us who we have in Today this episode. Today we have Luke and Siobhan Gabriel of This Pineapple Love. Yay. Wow, nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Now, okay, let's just start from jump. <laughs> this Pineapple Love. We got to get into it. Where did that come from? Is that jumping the gun? Should we start Should from? We do, is there a beginning? No, that, that no, actually is. That, that's good direction. Okay. All right. What's the story behind this pineapple love? Well, I'm going to try to be brief, but make sure I include what's really important. Okay. This pineapple love. So there is a cousin of mine who I traveled with, quite well, traveled with quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And on the heels of one of those trips, when we were returning, we talked about how life would change eventually. You know, at one point there'd be husbands and they'd be the ones that we'd travel with. And then we'd have to make a point to have our own girls trip. And we were talking about how we would come up with some kind of code name to identify the husband when he arrived. That code name was Pineapple. Mm -hmm. So Pineapple stood for the husband. And we returned from London, went to Alex and Ani and bought Pineapple Charm bracelets that we decided that we'd wear. Until we found the husband. The pineapples isn't just a safe word. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And so <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, to be clear, because I know it has many different meanings in many different circles. <laughs> so the pineapple symbolized the husband. And so I went on with life and the following year in 2017, that was 2016. The following year in 2017 is when I actually met Luke. We'll come back around to that. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, you know, we meet, I do a fast. I met him the day after the fast ended. I'm kind of jumping around. And it was only long after we'd established our friendship. That was about nine months when we decided to go ahead and make this thing official mm-hmm. and, you know, just respond to what God was doing. I did take some time to pray and fast again, asking God to make it very clear who this guy was. And like, if, if it's not him, shut it down. If it is him, make it clear. So he had made it abundantly clear. And I said, okay, God, I'm not going to ask any more questions. And the last thing God did to make it very clear was that Luke and I are now actually really discussing the wedding. We're discussing getting married. 
and he's discussing his what his clothes, what he wants to wear. He's already identified who's going to design this suit for him, who's going to make this suit. And on one of these days, <laughs> he is returning from Virginia, I think, from work. And he calls me up for maybe the third time that day. And is like, yo, I just stopped at Potomac Mills. I had to use the bathroom. All these details that were unnecessary. But he starts <laughs> telling me about this... Um, stop in Banana Republic that he made. And he's describing, because he's into fashion, so am I. So these are not unusual topics. But he's describing this shirt to the T. And then he says, and if you see the tie. I'm like, okay, well, tell me about this tie. He's like, it was navy blue. And I'm telling you, I feel like time just slowed down. (laughs) He's like, and it had gold pineapples on it. I was like. Unbelievable. I don't know what he said after that, <laughs> but my mind just said, okay. Cause I did say to God, like, you know, this next time I've been married before, been through a divorce. That was really difficult. I said, this next time, God, you're going to have to put it in my face. Mm-hmm. You have to put it in my face. So when he dropped that, he had known nothing about mm-hmm. the pineapples. I did miss a very crucial part. He know nothing about a fast I did in 2014 Mm-hmm. You know all about that 2014 fast mm-hmm. that I did with a bunch of women. We were coming out of that. One of the things I was praying about was my future and being remarried one day. And during the course of those prayers, one of the things that God did tell me to do coming out of that was to write him, whoever he was going to be, a letter and to buy him a tie. And I was like, how am I going to buy a tie for somebody I do not know? Mm-hmm. And that was in 2014. So this conversation has taken place in 2018. We met in 2017 and I'd written the letter. I'd bought the gift box, but I had not yet bought that tie. And when this man tells me that he'd identified this navy blue tie with these gold pineapples, Mm. all the bells were going off. I purchased the tie and I said nothing about it for a while until... Actually, it's at this point that we're discussing the fine details of the wedding and discussing his suit. And I don't say anything else about it. And he says, but I, I really need a tie that's going to match really well with this suit. It was a like hunter green suit. And I was like, okay, well, what kind of tie are you looking for? And he's like, navy blue. I said, say no more. And that was, when, that was when I came down the stairs with the letter that he'd not known about, with the gift box he'd not known about, and that navy blue tie with those gold pineapples. And then he wore that tie on the day we got married. Wow. And that is the shortest version of the birth of this pineapple up. So great. That sounds like, that's like a movie title. It sounds unreal, but this yeah. pineapple love. and the story behind it is is movie esque, right? Yeah. So find someone to to write your story. Well, you write the story. Find someone to give it to to make yeah. a movie out of it because yeah, it that's really is yeah. There's so much more to it, but that is like if you ask them a specific question about this pineapple love, yeah, that's, that's it. That's unreal. So can can we go back a little further? Sure. And and you stop me wherever we can't go. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned something crucial. And, and for those of you who are listening, you know, if you've listened to all the other episodes, you know that we've talked to couples that have amazing stories, yeah. right? Stories of of healing, stories of reconciliation, stories of uh, of coming out of something that you never thought you would have even made it out of, right? Into something that is just 
lovely yeah. at this point, right? So I say all that to say, you mentioned briefly in your story that you were married before. Mm-hmm. So I'm jumping the gun, as I'm known to do in these episodes. Can you give us, and, and there's no way to wrap all of that into one sentence, but try to, if you could, can you give us something for those of us who have experienced that type of hurt mm. and have, and maybe we haven't healed from it? We're trying to get to a space where we are comfortable with who we are and and ready to take the next steps. Can you give us just some word of encouragement? Those of us who fit into that category. You want to start? Um, I would say there is always light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. That's that's the first you know, sentence I would use or phrase I would use okay. to anybody. Um, and I say that because everything does not last. Like tomorrow, I mean, today is not going to last. Mm. Yesterday did not last. So there's going to be a tomorrow. There's going to be a next week. There's going to be next month and the next year. Mm. And the the biggest key to stay in focus for, for me has been, because I, I was also previously married as mm-hmm. well. And for mm-hmm. the biggest thing for me was to, you know, work on myself and my, out of my previous marriage, there were children, mm-hmm. you know, that came out of marriage. And for me, it was the biggest thing is to focus on myself, who I was as a person, regardless if I was previously married, regardless if I was a parent, it was who I was as Luke, as a person, and then moving forward. Okay. So how do I fit in these other categories, parent, you know, whatever my job, you know, I'm in the Navy. So as sailor, you know, and things like that. So okay. just focusing on that, knowing that eventually all that pain, you know, the memories may not never go away, but that pain will go away because I'll be in a new space. Yeah, mm. that's good. So to tag on to that loop during the time that Siobhan and her cousin were doing the trips and Siobhan was doing the praying and the fasting and, and getting herself right. Was there anything at that particular time period that you were doing? Yeah, I, I was trying to get myself, <laughs> I was trying to get myself together. Yeah. Um, I think I was coming out of, you said, what year, 2016? Well, four, 14 is when you wrote the letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so oddly enough, I, I was recently divorced late 2013, mm-hmm. and I relocated to Virginia Northern Virginia. And at that time, that the, the date that she put on the letter was around that same time when I was really trying to, you know, get my relationship back right with God, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, determine of what type of person I wanted to be, being more involved within the church and things like that, because I was going through a transitional period the, the previous three years where I wasn't going to church mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I was transitioning and I was, you know, praying around that time, studying my word, not going to church, but, you know, spend that time praying, spending, you know, time with close family and friends who were out in the area that I knew mm-hmm. and just trying to figure out what God has next for me. Mm-hmm. Right. That's great. So while she was doing that, I was trying to get things right with God, trying to figure out my place you know, and just just trying to change the direction of where my life was headed because I was coming out of marriage and trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. 
That's really great. And the thing that I love about this couple, right? Mm -hmm. And I know this about Siobhan, and now I know this about Luke, is that Siobhan and Luke, they both worked on themselves and made sure that they individually were whole before they were like, yeah, we're going to come together and make something of this relationship. Mm -hmm. We got to be right and whole to be able to contribute well for this relationship. And I love that. And I think that not enough people do that before they go into a relationship and they expect the other person to make them Mm -hmm. feel better, the other person make them whole or complete. And that's just, you can't do that. And so I love that you did that. Add, going back to Ali's question about what would you say to those who are in that space Mm -hmm. of difficulty it has everything to do with what you just said, Denise. Mm-hmm. I would say God wastes nothing. Mm-hmm. But only yeah. if you decide to come to him with everything. Mm, and wow. so that's like the darkness, the pain, all the gunk that comes up in a tumultuous marriage. Mm. It's very easy to go to therapy, which I think everybody should do. It's very mm-hmm. easy to go to therapy and say the other person is the problem. Because I started out that way. Mm-hmm. There, there were obvious things that were problematic, but I thought that if I went in there and rattled off a list, she can go ahead and get this to-do list addressed and we could go home with a better marriage. And that was farthest from the truth. What she taught me was at the end of it all, whether or not he stays or goes, you still have to live with yourself yeah, and you still have to deal with yourself. So mm-hmm. it would be in your best interest. And if you get the marriage in the end wonderful but it'd be in your best interest to focus on yourself and do your work very good but um to encourage anybody else who's going through i'd say the best gift that you can give to yourself and others no matter what happens in the future is to do your work Mm -hmm. face those hard feelings and those hard experiences those hard memories those hard traumas and deal Mm. a lot of times it's fear that if I face these things, it's going to cause me to unravel. Like what's going to happen to me? I'm going to break down. Well, you're going to break down, but the feelings are transient. They're going to pass. Like they don't last forever. Mm -hmm. You will eventually stop crying one day and you will eventually find that most days are not as dark anymore. And there is, as Luke was saying, some light at the end of the tunnel. If you keep going and you really are honest and do your work. So I'd encourage anybody who's going through a tough space, or tough marriage, whether it's separation and or divorce, whatever the case is, that if you do stay the course and do your work, God will reward you for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to look like for the next person, but he is not going to waste your pain. That I know for sure. But he can only do that if you say, I'll show up as long as you continue holding me together. Mm-hmm. I love it. And yeah. and there's some very, some golden nuggets. I'm writing in, them down. And <laughs> what you said, because... Often we don't, as human beings, we do not like process. Mm-hmm. Painful process. Right. We want to get from A to Z. You know, it's kind of like me at, on the road. I want to get to my destination as quickly as possible. I don't want to deal with traffic. I don't want to deal with accidents. I just don't want to deal with none of that. Okay. And, and we kind of go through that in our in our, well, not even just in relationships, just in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, there's a process involved to certain things mm-hmm. and you have to work that process. Yeah. And that's what I'm hearing from, from you guys. You have yes. to 
there, is, there, is there are no shortcuts. You have to do, right. There are no shortcuts. You have to do. And for those of you who are listening, right, hopefully by now, you, you have uh, gotten in the mode of being able to catch what I call tweetable moments, mm-hmm. right? So I'm sure you caught one. Did you catch it? I caught two. Okay. <laughs> First, God see if we're on the same page. God wastes nothing, but only if you decide to come to him with everything. Is that what you said? Amen. Yeah. That is gold. Yeah, it is. And it's so Make true. a t-shirt out of that. Hey, hey now, I received it. Yep. God wastes nothing, but only, here's a caveat, if you decide to come to him with everything. And what was the second one you got? And the second one is he is not going to waste your pain. Fabulous. Yeah. So, you know, I love a good story. So we got to keep this going. <laughs> So let's let's fast forward a little bit, right? Everything comes together in your mind. The tie is a confirmation, right? Or mm-hmm. is part of the confirmation. Wait, sorry. I have a question for okay. Luke regarding the com- did you receive any confirmation at all? I, yeah, I was going to go there too. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did receive confirmation um at the time I was I just moved back to Maryland. We were just friends, but there was interest and I, I was just praying and I was crashing on a friend's couch and I was praying and uh, it was evening time. And I pretty much, pretty much it was a still but clear voice saying, hey, look, this is what I have for you. You can decide not to choose this, what I have for you, mm. but you're, you're, you're going to have to deal with how your life goes and, you know, you're just going to have to suck it up. Mm-hmm. No complaining because you made the choices on your own versus picking my choice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've clearly seen Siobhan's face as I was praying. And it, and, and it was it, it felt like I was watching a movie like in front of the TV, like clear as day, you know. And that was that was one of the confirmations. Um, different things that we we spoke about in our conversations from our first date as well. Just, you know, kind of. Being on the same page, I was like, that was that was one confirmation. So that was two confirmations that, that I had that I had. Okay. You also talked about when you brought the girls to church. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's a good one. That's a real that's a real good one. So one of my my youngest daughter, uh Kaya, she the first time they met Siobhan, we, we came to church and we got there just after praise and worship. You know, and we saw her coming out. She was going to the bathroom and then we saw her introduce them really quickly. So we kind of sat down. And after church, I kind of was like, we was out in the lobby. I told my daughter, I'll I'll be right back. Intentionally to to, uh, to, uh, approach Siobhan, just a, you know, normal Sabbath, hello. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I saw my, from the distance, I saw Kaya kind of like looking for me. And she came up and... I saw the way she was looking at Siobhan, like kind of up and down, like, hmm, I kind of like this, like kind of, you know, she's, she's really observant and things like that. And I I was like, "Mm," in my head, I was like, she likes her because I noticed how she looked at her initially as well, but it was real quick. Mm -hmm. That was kind of a confirmation of the type of person that she is. Cause me and my youngest, we're similar. And how we notice and, and discern people's character and mannerisms. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, well, if if twin, if <laughs> twin, called twin, because she looks just like me, if twin 
picks up good vibes, then she is definitely someone that that I, I would trust to, you know, be a mother figure in my daughter's life. Mm. Okay. So wow. That, 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 that added, that was another sign. Mm. Wow. That's, That's good. Yeah, that, that is important. That's and we're important. gonna come we're gonna come back to that piece of the puzzle. What was the time frame between you you meeting for the first time and getting those signs? I'll let you answer that question because I have a different I have a different comment. But. So to be clear, I was seeing other people at the time when I met Luke. Mm-hmm. Okay. As well as I. He was seeing other people. Mm-hmm. Part of that necessitated the fast that I did in July of 2017. June, July of 2017, I did another fast with two other girlfriends that were also seeking God for some clarity and breakthrough. I ended that fast on July 14th of 2017 and met Luke the next day at a foundation event of a mutual friend. He walked up to me that day on some, well, you look familiar. I've seen you in the picture of Paul's the wrong name of the friend. I was like, no, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, never mind. You know what I'm talking about. This is the person who I saw you in the picture with. And he chatted me up really quickly. Well, first, that wasn't even that didn't that didn't matter. That wasn't even important. It was the fact that I saw you and I wanted to let you know that I saw you. Right. I was, I was being a little persnickety. So so we meet that day in July of 2017, and our first date didn't happen until November 3rd. Okay. But things still stayed very strictly platonic. Mm -hmm. Conversation, interaction, veggie hugs. I wasn't sure. I'm like, I feel like there's something here, but I don't really know. Right. (laughs) I don't really know. Mm -hmm. And... I think it is in the end of March, April of 2018. And I'm like, God, I need you to make it very plain. Because at this point, we've been friends for nine solid months. Mm-hmm. And I had time to waste. There were things happening in his life. Right. There were things happening in my life. Mm-hmm. And I was sort of like, you know, it ain't nothing until there's something. Right. And so with that in mind, I said, Lord, I need you to make it very clear whether or not this is who we've been waiting for or not. Mm. And if it is not, I will have that conversation post haste. And if it is, <laughs> there's another conversation that we need to have. Right. And to that point, Luke and I had been very plain faced about all our conversations. Like, because we led with friendship, it was very easy to have very open, transparent conversations. I had nothing to lose. That's how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. Take me as I am or not. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not for you. Maybe I am. And so we were actually having a conversation about going in different directions when things turned around. Mm-hmm. And I was headed on yet another trip with my cousin, that same cousin. And like I said, he was going through something. I was saying, okay, well, I release you to go and deal with the things that are, you know, mm-hmm. causing you to be at a standstill right now. And I'm going to go on about my merry business. But we were, we'd become such good friends. I wanted to be able to talk to him about these other dates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, um, it's fine. <laughs> but I knew, <laughs> I knew he really wasn't interested in hearing about it. He's like, I mean, if it's corny, fine. If it's serious, tell me if it's serious. Mm-hmm. No sooner, it might have been like two days later, I was getting ready to go to Paris and... He went from have it your way. I will be your friend. I cannot hold you back, nor can I tell you exactly what I'm ready to do today. 
And all of that really changed with a kiss. And 10 days later, on the back end of that trip, I have a very serious conversation about exactly what is this? What, is, what do you want here? Mm-hmm. What do you want to see happen here? And I'd already known by then. I'd, I'd known by then, but we needed to have that conversation. That's right. great. You know what I appreciate about all of this? I heard, I've heard the word conversation so many times in these mm-hmm. last few minutes, right? Something that I feel is paramount yeah. mm-hmm. in the construction of a relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Something that doesn't happen often. Right. And you know, those of you who listen to us at any point know that we say all the time, what? Have a conversation. Have a conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just, I appreciate that and some of that I I would venture to say comes with experience with your experiences, mm-hmm. right? right? And right. knowing that hey, based on these experiences, this is there's no game, there's no time for game playing. Right. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk this thing out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is so important to have those conversations because they they become the catalyst for shaping the trajectory of your relationship yes, moving absolutely. forward. Yes. Yeah. Right? I love it. Very good. I'm intrigued. You know, I haven't you notice I haven't said much. <laughs> All right. I've just been listening. This is great. Yeah. All right. So November, you went through that period of time. Right. Mm-hmm. So coming out, coming back from Paris, you have the conversation. What is the time period between that and the wedding day? <laughs> you came back to, from Paris. Yes. Uh, April 21st. April 21st. Mm-hmm. So we like get seven months. We get back. Okay. from. I get back from Paris. We sit down, Luke comes to the house, he makes me a meal, and he was ready for the conversation. Mm-hmm. And he says, here's what I want. I want an exclusive relationship. I'd like to see it result in marriage. And I will do my best to make sure that I come correct all the way. And I said, well, here's what I'm going to need. I'm going to need for you to attend a therapy session with myself and my therapist as a prerequisite <laughs> before uh-huh. we make any decisions about entering mm-hmm. into a committed relationship. Let me just sit down with somebody who knows me really well, uh-huh. who has seen me through a lot of destruction and knows me today. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. let's go from there. And he said, no problem. I'm like, did you hear me though? I said a therapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, that's why. At, at the time I was already, I was going through therapy. You were getting ready to go. Cause I, I was oh, also yeah, asking so that he also go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm and see whatever come like dig up all your stuff and see what's there yeah. so we know what we're getting into here because there's what you there's what we can tell each other and then there's what comes up in therapy like huh i didn't quite see that i've only i've shared with you things from my perspective but right. you know the therapist helps us to sort of step back and take a a broader look mm-hmm. so we go see her we go see my therapist he starts therapy for himself and that was in april in july we were engaged in November, we were married. So fantastic, which I already knew that part. But, but <laughs> well, for those that are listening yeah, to the story. I think that is really, really great. The I don't want to use the word promotion, but for lack of a better word, the promotion that I hear of therapy. Mm-hmm. People, can we please go to therapy? Yes. It saves lives. It's necessary. It is necessary. It is so necessary. That's a good word. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. And it shows you, it shows you because previ- the previous year in 20, early 2017, I started going therapy and it shows you what work you're ready to do and what work you're not ready to do. Mm-hmm. To be honest, because at, at the time I just, I felt like I first, when I was going therapy, I felt like I wasn't get, making no strides and the 
because at that period of time, there was a lot of strife between my daughter, me and my daughter's uh, biological mother. Mm-hmm. So I had to stop because I was like, look, I felt frustrated. I felt like I wasn't getting nowhere. The second time around that I was going to therapy, I felt like I was making more strides and I was more open and ready to really get into, you know, the meat of what I needed help with or right. you know, what I wanted to release, you know, mm-hmm. off my chest. Yeah. Yep. That's good. I wanted to focus individually on what would come up from our previous marriages. Like mm-hmm. what might be left over. Right. Mm-hmm. What are some hot button issues? Like what can what can we anticipate will come up in this relationship? Right. Yeah. Yep. And you said something, Luke, that's important too. You said when you did it before, you know, you just weren't getting what you thought you needed to get out of it. Yeah. And and that's important because we tell people all the time, you you're not tied to the first person you go to. Yeah. Right. And we know that firsthand yeah. of of having to go through three, four, five individuals before you well, four, three or four individuals before yeah. you get to that person that one is a fit for you. One has is able to 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 give you that broader scope, you know, in a way that is beneficial to you yeah. and, and allows you to do the work that's necessary. So for those of you who are listening, if you've tried it, because we hear this all the time, I tried that. It didn't work. Yeah. Okay. That's not the only one in the world. Yeah. Like right. there are others. Yeah. <laughs> I tell people, look, treat looking for a therapist like a date. You date until you find somebody you like. You don't have to there like you. the first or second therapist right. that you see. It has to feel like a mutually... Yep. Like we've got to both feel like we can engage. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. I, I just want to add one last thing about therapy. A lot of times with just just um our healthcare, people don't treat their healthcare properly. So mm-hmm. if you have in a certain condition, you go see a specialist. Mm-hmm. You know? And so if 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 you have a specific thing you want to deal with try to find people who specialize in those specific areas, you know, and I I was fortunate because I'm military. I was able to use military one source and they actually ask, ask you, what do you want to use therapy for? Like, what is the issue? Divorce, parenting, whatever the case may be, anxiety, whatever. Mm -hmm. So they'll try to find people in your area to, you know, who specialize in that particular topic to help, you know, to help you. So I, I encourage people to think about what you want, what issues you want to deal with tackle first, mm-hmm. and try to find somebody who, who's been specializing in that specific area of counseling. Yeah, yeah. Very that's good. great. Do you guys still go to counseling now as a couple? When we need a tuna? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. That's good. That That we is excellent. A lot. We communicate a lot. <laughs> a lot. You have to. Everyone yeah. has to. You do. You do have to. And and not not even because of of other situations and things that you, you know, may have gone through and points of reference that need to be redirected. It just it's just important mm-hmm. for you to communicate just so that you are in the same space and on the same page, because as the relationship grows, sometimes we grow and evolve and change and things we used to like, we don't like and things we didn't like before now we like and so how is your spouse going to know that if you don't communicate that you know I don't really need this anymore you don't need to do that anymore or here's what I need now I know in the beginning I didn't need this but now I need it communication got to just keep it going 
And the therapist, having the therapist on the on the team, I call it the team because I do feel like you got your primary care, you got your OBGYN, yeah. you have your therapist to cover the mental health things or just life. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily even because there's a problem. Right. It could be there's a change in life. Mm-hmm. There's a new issue that we're trying to make sure we're approaching in the best way that benefits our family. So. Mm-hmm. The therapist who may have some background knowledge about where we are, where we've been, where we're trying to go can help us figure out how to approach that change coming yep. up ahead. Yep. I love it. So one more pre-marriage question. Then we're going to fast forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. How did you propose? Oh, okay. I'll explain. <clears throat> so on an, on an anniversary of when we met. Okay. Right. So we, we met July 15th and our friend had an uh, event that we were going going to attend again in uh, 2018, right? July 15th, 2018. So I had it all planned out. Initially, I was going to do it at the event or, you know, wait till a birthday. But I was like, no, nah, I wanted to be special. So I reserved. I, I made reservations at District Winery in D.C., mm-hmm. uh, we planned to go to the event that day, so I had some some I had some gifts that I wanted to give her uh, along with the uh, the uh, the ring. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I told her that we was getting we went, we came to my apartment and we was getting ready, and then I told her to you know go ahead meet our friend her apartment, go to the event with her because you know I had to go into the office to do some whatever case would be. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was lying, but, you know, <laughs> I had to figure out. Right, you setting it up, right. <laughs> I just set it up, right? So, but she knows sometimes on the I weekends. exceptionally well, though, because generally speaking, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. You're changing the plan. Yeah. But on that day, I said, right, yeah. it's not that serious. It's a weekend. It's just a brunch. Y'all have to be on time for brunch. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> and normally she knows that on the weekend, sometimes I do have to run to the office or I have to, you know, take people certain places because of my, because I'm in recruiting. But anyway, she was like, I could tell she was thinking, he was like, all right, well, okay, I'll go along with it. So I hopped in my car. I made sure she was in the bathroom getting ready, got the gifts out of the closet. Give the condensed version, Lucas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm good with whatever version you oh, give. Well, I, I can get the whole story. So, all right, I'll then ba- basic, Basically, after, when I, I left the apartment, went to go set things up. Um, I had everything set up. I went back to the event, met them at the event. We had a good time at the event. We came back to the apartment, got changed. What he um, did say was that we're going to go to dinner to just commemorate our one-year anniversary of having met. met. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was all I knew, mm-hmm. for sure. Yes. So He picked out my outfit. Yes, I picked out our outfit. Mm-hmm. So we got we we got dressed and we headed to the uh, location. I already had my our our good friend to stand by for for the photographer, mm-hmm. and she was waiting in the cut. So we get to the restaurant, get there, and the lady says that um, we look we look busy. But they really wasn't. You could tell that they were really busy. That was also. She was like, her table's not ready. I'm like, it, 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 it does not look that hectic in here, but okay. So, I was, I, while we was waiting, I was like, all right, you want to go walk around? Because that was actually one of the places that we were considering having the wedding. Okay. Because we like that location. So we was walking around, and as we were walking down this little path down at the Navy Yard. Boardwalk. 
little boardwalk. I kind of said, I was, I got nervous for some reason. I started saying, saying this poem that I wrote that I memorized. I really didn't write it down. I memorized no, it. No, you said, I want to share something with you. I wrote you something. I want to share something. Yes. But he stopped the walk. And, and then I, he was looking looking a little different in the yeah, face. Yeah, I was <laughs> nervous. I was not nervous the whole time. I was confident until I was told I wanted to share something. I, I, and I was like, oof, I'm nervous. <laughs> got the words out. And then at that point, got on my knee. Aww. I pulled out the ring. And then she just started cracking up. And then the photographer, she started, she saw the photographer from a distance come up and she started cracking up even more mm. because, you know, of the surprise. Then we took a few pictures, went in to eat, and then we actually had a few friends that I allowed to kind of <laughs> kind of celebrate quickly mm. with her before we sat down to eat. And uh, and that's pretty much how I, I did it. I, I wanted to do something kind of intimate because I knew all of our family members couldn't be there mm-hmm. together. And it was perfection. It was nice. Beautiful. The pictures I saw were amazing. It was I nice. He plans everything to the T. Yeah. So nice. That's Good great. stuff. Just a sidebar, simple not doesn't really mean anything, but you said that you picked out her outfit. Do you guys do that often now still or not really? No, mm-hmm. no. Okay. But he, he Luke was very he's very thoughtful. He thought about what I would want to look like Aww. on that day. So I had shown him a couple of things that I bought in Paris. And he said, you should wear that on July 15th. He was trying to stress it without making it too big a deal. I right. picked up other things and said, you know, but what if I'm thinking about this dress instead? And he said, <laughs> stick with this one. <laughs> Just wear that jumpsuit and don't sweat out your hair too much. And you know, when are you gonna do your nails? I said, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was dropping hints. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, this is that because I always keep my nails done. You got to tell me do and I might have been snarky too. Like, if you're gonna be talking about my nails, I need you to be sliding me the money for them, okay? <laughs> but, uh, he was just trying to make sure that I was going to be picture ready. I love it. Good Very stuff. considerate. I love that. Good stuff. So Let's turn a corner a little bit, right? So now you mentioned having kids from previous uh, marriage and knowing the blended family dynamic as we do. What was the transitionary period, if any, Mm -hmm. for the girls as it relates to just getting acclimated to to this new scenario? Um, Well, initially, the girls only knew Siobhan as a a friend. They had no, no idea. Initially, and initially, the girls did not live with us. They are are living with us now. Mm-hmm. And I was worried, but the transition was not was not bad at all because it of the, it was it was seamless because okay. of their char- my my daughter's character Lord is the Lord. Can I jump in here? <laughs> <laughs> Last, let me just finish this comment. Their characters are they they are loving people, they mm-hmm. love people, they respect people, they respect adults, they're respectable, mm-hmm. they try not to be rude. And Siobhan's character is easygoing, laid back, and you know, it's easy to to get along with. So I, I kind of knew based off of their character, her character, I, I knew that it would it would mesh pretty well. Wasn't totally sure, nervous a little bit sometimes, but I just knew that it it wouldn't be a problem. Mm, okay. Very good. 
God is in it. That's really what I wanted yeah, to say. Pretty much. Um, because like you said, at the point when they had not been local, because they were living elsewhere, we had just been friends. So we actually were jumping in at the deep end when it came to transitioning to being a family of four mm-hmm. and change, change being Uncle Lux. So mm. it, it worked out. I had expressed concerns. Like Luke had asked me multiple times, like, how are you feeling about them coming? And I'm like, well, I, I can't really tell you how I feel until it actually happens. It's hard to really call it because yeah. we haven't had the opportunity because of uncontrollable circumstances we didn't have the opportunity to really set up transitioning everyone into the changes in our relationship from friendship to dating to engaged to married yeah Mm -hmm. so i had some concerns that it could go left i'm like this can go left Mm -hmm. so being a clinician myself i'm like we need counseling we need to address these things head on but there were some things that we couldn't set up the way we wanted to So my concerns were that he was the only person in the scenario that was the common denominator. I'm like, you know them really well. You know me really well. I can only be but so excited because I don't have the experience that you do. So I can only really tell you how this is going to go once we're all in the same space. He's really blessed the whole transition because he didn't know what he was talking about when he said, no, I know them. I know you, this is going to work. It's going to work really well. And it has like, they're Mm. very, very, very sweet, very easy on the heart. Just crawl right up in there and take a permanent place. And it's, it's worked out really, really nicely so far. Wonderful. I would would have to say that because Siobhan was a stepmother in her previous marriage, Mm -hmm. you know, that, I was just thinking about how she has experience, Mm -hmm. you know, similar experience because I also with girls too. Mm -hmm. And I, and I was a step parent as well. You know, um, you know, I have two older daughters, my, my daughter's two older sisters, you know, and I I raised, helped raise them. So having that common denominator that gave me, that gave me kind of faith knowing that, she had experience specific for, you know, my situation and, and, right. and what comes along with me. Mm-hmm. And, and I, th- I think that that adds to it, you know, mm-hmm. that definitely adds to it. Did you have, were, were there some conversations between the four of you or between the three of you, you Luke and the girls, or how, how did that, I know you guys, you talked about meeting that time at church briefly, right? Yeah. But after yeah. that, now we're talking about getting married. We're talking about, you know, this is going to be my wife now. What what were those conversations like? Or did you have to have those types of conversations? Well, they, they Siobhan had a few potlucks. So they were around her a okay. little bit more than just that one meet. Okay. But also with that, more so the conversation came later on when the girls are getting ready to move with us. Mm-hmm. And I talked, I had an opportunity to speak with them one-on-one over the phone and in person briefly. But when we all sat down, you know, just off the conversation that we had over the phone, you know, saying, you know, oh, we, we like, we, we like Miss Siobhan. And, and just, it was, it was seamless. When we had our family, first family meeting and things like that, you know, the conversations of the maturity that my daughters had, you know, 
and the openness that they had to us talking to them and, and, you know, of what we want our family dynamics to look like. It was, it was, it was great. We dove straight in. That was the way I prefer to have conversation. Yeah. Let's call a thing a thing. Yes. Let's acknowledge the elephant in the room. Like, well, we, we didn't quite get to take all the steps that we wanted to take. <laughs> We're diving in at the deep end. Yeah. So let's just talk about how awkward that is and go from there. And I do feel like just saying that everyone's shoulders relaxed a little mm-hmm. bit, like, oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah, I, well, I was thinking that too, so I'm glad it's right. out of the way now. Yes, like, well, that, well, that was fine. Yes, we all yeah. feel the same way, so that right. was fine. Now let's talk. Right. Okay. Excellent. That's, That's good. Really and great. and there's some other couples too that we've interviewed that have gone through that process. And the reason why I asked that is because there is no, as in relationships, there is no cookie cutter. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's always good to hear because there, you, you'll hear in other episodes, people who had very, very different stories as yeah. it relates to to what that connection was like right. and what the dynamic was in trying to bring all those entities together. So <clears throat> it's good to hear your version. And I like what you said. You dove right in. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't have a choice. Well, I guess we could have avoided it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you could have avoided it. But I, I, I appreciate that because there are situations and scenarios where you do have to take that approach yeah where you mm-hmm. have to just dive in mm-hmm. and like you said the deep end mm-hmm. and start kicking yeah mm-hmm. Very good. you know that, that's great let me um ask you guys because this is trade secrets you've given a million of them already but officially i'm going to ask you to give us a trade secret for the husbands a tip if you will one thing you would want Husbands to remember, and one thing for the wives, and you can choose who does what. I would say my trade secret to making relationships work vulnerability is strength. That's what I'd say. I think oftentimes there is concern that if I'm vulnerable, I'm handing you a lot of power Mm. to perhaps use against me in the future. If I show you my stuff, if I'm transparent with you. And too often, the mindset is that if I'm vulnerable, somehow that's a sign of weakness and not strength. Mm. And I am finding out that that is where the sweet spot is. It's not easy, but the more you do it, Mm -hmm. the easier it becomes. Like you build that atrophied muscle that has been just probably unused for far too long. Mm -hmm. And I find that, you know, when I or Luke goes there, we're better for it. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes what you feared is not half as bad as, as reality, like, Oh, okay. That wasn't as bad. And this is so much better. Yeah. Um, Another thing I want to add to that is be willing to accept help. I did not realize how much I struggled with receiving help, honestly, until Luke and I gotten together. And still, this is an issue. He tells me about it all the time. But, you know, we have our experiences that we come with mm-hmm. that shape how we behave and what we expect from other people. Mm. And I'm finding out a lot about myself. So I am learning that help, um, is available and that there is no shame in saying I need it and receiving it 
it's not it's not a hit. It doesn't it doesn't take away from me as a person, as a woman, as a wife to accept and or say I need some help. Mm. I like it. Vulnerability. Vulnerability is strength. strength. Mm. Be willing to accept help. I will piggyback on that for a minute. Because the thought I think of is I saw a meme about men being cuddled by their women, Mm -hmm. right? Being spooned, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? And that just makes me think about like, we we need love too. And it's our right to be held and hugged, comforted by your woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Know, and it's all right to feel that boyish feelings mm-hmm. that you had when you were had a little when you was a little boy and you liked another girl. You know mm-hmm. that's that's all right. You know it's all right to have those type of those types of feelings. That's you know, um, yeah. um, kind of cultivate those things. You know, cultivate those feelings and just be vulnerable. It, it, it's it's freeing and it's I find it strength to be be so vulnerable with Siobhan to the point where I know I'm comfortable enough to cry on her shoulders mm-hmm. if I need to. Right. So that, that's, and that's that what is... she, she's here for that. I'm, I'm here. She's here for me for that. And mm-hmm. I'm here for her for that. Yeah. Yeah. And to experience that level of safety. Mm. Yep. That's the word. Is phenomenal. Yeah. And it is, you all are a testament to the fact that you can get to that point. Right. Mm-hmm. So often we are so guarded in, in our approach to everything, even our spouses. Mm-hmm. Right. And just getting to the point where you are vulnerable enough and free enough to allow that space, that safe space to be constructed. Mm-hmm. And then to be able to fall back in that space in a way that's comforting and he- and it heals and it mm-hmm. energizes all at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is phenomenal. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. We know this, right? But for those that are listening, how long have you been married? I'm asking nine that. Months, just nine months and eight days. Nine Fantastic. months and eight days. And, right? I, and because here's what I recognize and love, right? Mm-hmm. It's been nine months. You all are still newlyweds. But because of the work, that you guys put in, don't they sound like a mature? And that's the reason why I asked that yeah. question. Yeah. Let me tell you, Denise, like for us, we, we, I used to feel shame around the conversation of divorce. Mm-hmm. Now Luke and I actually add those years. We were not married to each other, but we count those failures mm-hmm. for success. So I, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like we got a head start on how we wanted to set up our marriage because of what we learned from both of our messes. Fantastic. So yeah. we count our 15 collective yeah. years of divorce, of marriage experience that mm-hmm. ended in divorce as credit towards our marriage. Mm, so mm, great. That's good. So great. That's good. Yeah. I like, and I never, honestly, I've never even thought of it that way. Yeah. But that is good because that's the backdrop to all of this. Mm-hmm. 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 And you take that and craft it and tweak it and mm-hmm. you know redirect it and refocus it and repurpose you know what mm-hmm. what you learn yeah right and we also speak a lot about our parents you know what we what we've seen yeah in our parents' marriage mm-hmm. okay and we we speak about the we compare things you mm-hmm. know we talk about that stuff 
uh, made us feel as children in, in that marriage and seeing things and, and how some of that stuff kind of uh, affected our decisions and our situations that, you know, from not only our previous marriages, but previous previous relationships and things like that. So that adds to the the the, the bulk of our experience. Right. Absolutely yes, it does. It does. That's Absolutely. important. We talk about that, right? Yeah. Family of origin and and, <clears throat> and 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 what that does and how mm-hmm. how that helps you relate in certain situations. Yeah, and it helps you, you understand some things. Right. And then, you know, you may want to bring what you've learned or what you've observed from your parents' relationship into your relationship. And as great as it may have been for them, it may not work in your relationship. Mm-hmm. So you got to talk about all of that. That's really mm-hmm. We will turn a corner right now. We have a just a small kind of get-to-know-you game that we want to play with you, that we play with all our guests. It's uh, just okay. a 60-second think fast, and I'll let wifey talk about that. So sometimes if it's just one person that we're interviewing, the one person will answer all 10 questions. But because mm-hmm. it's the two of you, we're going to alternate, and each one of you will answer a question. It's easy questions like, what's your favorite color, black or blue? And you have to pick one of the two um, choices. And so okay. we'll alternate back and forth. There are 10 questions. Ali sets the timer for one minute. You have to answer w- within that one minute. And we'll okay. Back and forth. Really easy. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Okay. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Who's going first? Shiv can go first. Okay. okay. We'll alternate. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Siobhan, coffee or tea? Coffee. Luke, see the movie or read the book? movie. Siobhan, summer or winter? Summer. <laughs> Luke, morning person or night owl? Night owl. <laughs> Siobhan, small town or big city? Small town. <clears throat> Luke, car or truck? Car. Siobhan, gym or outdoor exercise? Gym. Luke, tropical island or ski resort? Tropical island. Siobhan, action movie or comedy? Comedy. Luke, baseball or football? Football. Last one, Siobhan. Try a new dish or play it safe. Ooh, depends on how I'm feeling. <laughs> play it safe. Okay. Play it safe with five seconds left. Good Wonderful. stuff. If I'm hungry, I gotta play it safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, if you don't I, like I it, that. then what? I get that. Exactly. Right. But if we're exploring, I'll try something new. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Wonderful. We we appreciate you guys. We will um can I just throw this out there? I I can envision right now a book entitled This Pineapple Love. Oh yeah, it's coming. <laughs> It's oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We I had mean, that conversation. It is on the long list of things we must do. Okay. Yeah. And, and we'll, we'll feel be strongly about it for that one. Because yeah. that we haven't even like we we've just been scratching the surface with you guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because we're trying to we're trying to crunch a large amount of information into a small period of time. Mm-hmm. But what you've given has been so golden yeah. that. I would love to see the expanded version of that. So mm-hmm. I can't wait for the book to come out yeah. um, to just to hear the rest of that. Yeah. And, and we have, I think we have more intimate part of our story that I, I believe that God has in reserve for us to share on smaller platforms, i.e. Gotcha. 
men's men's like men's retreat, women's yes. retreat. Yes. Because I, I think part part of our story, and we talk about that, we just talk about in general in life. Like there are some things that you it, it, it's okay to share for the public, mm-hmm. and then there's other things you know that you need you need to reserve for smaller groups because there's part of our story that we would specifically talk and share and yeah. dialogue with when it comes to singles, young, young, young people, or, yeah. you know, or just her Siobhan with other women or, you know, myself with other men, yeah. you know, so that, that stuff is coming too. Yeah. You know, man, that's good. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I, um, I don't want to, I don't want to end. Well, <laughs> it sounds like there's a yeah. part two hanging there around. Might, you. Yeah, yeah. I think there might have to be a part two. <laughs> yeah. But before we let you go, there's one very important piece of this story that a little chunk. A little, of yeah. Story. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> well, intended. We'll, we'll let you share that. What's happening? <laughs> we we are expecting a chunk of lumps. So we're the pineapples. We're Mister and Mrs. Pineapple, and we're expecting pineapple chunk. Right. We got our pineapple preserves with the girls, but then we are expecting the pineapple chunks oh, to come in December of this year, 2018. Um, that part part of that is um, it's a combination of of blessings, um, renewal, mm-hmm. restoration, restoration, redemption, redemption. Mm. Oh man, new beginnings! Wow, yeah. a lot, a, a, a lot. You know, and I think it it just it uh it, it brings everything together mm-hmm. you know, for the for the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. And I'm just I'm happy for you guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and it speaks to and we say this often in these episodes, it speaks to the fact that you can recover. Yes. Oh yes, yes. You can get to witnesses. Right. You can come through something. And you can come through the other side and not only come through the other side successfully, mm-hmm. but come through the other side with a, I don't even want to call it a souvenir, with a memorial. Mm. Yep. Wow. Of, that is the culmination of all of your experiences. Yep. 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 Which For is me, why enough. this this pineapple chunk is so important. One of the many reasons is because, because I never want people to hear the story and think like, gosh, that is such a picture perfect story, mm-hmm. but I've got two miscarriages under my belt. Yeah. Mm. So for me, there is a lot of promise in this child getting here mm-hmm. in one piece whole yeah. yes. this time yeah. when, you know, folks are looking at a timeline, like, ma'am, Right. You're getting yeah. up there. Yeah. What are you going to do? And I have to invite people to stay out of my uterus. Yeah. So I'm very exactly. Glad. Exactly. <laughs> you know, God, God doesn't waste anything. And I was like, I, look, he, he's got it. He's going to do it in his time. He's doing it. And, and I actually wanted to say this before she shared that. Mm-hmm. Because I, that, that really, I don't want to, I, I want to. To, to take away from that loss because that's a very big loss mm-hmm. and this is a very big gain you know mm-hmm. like a job story type of yeah. loss and gain yes. but um like in all like like in a lot of separations when children are involved it never goes smoothly it never go easy mm-hmm. so there is loss time in mm-hmm. there as well so mm-hmm. for for myself 
having and it's a boy having a son and having my daughters be a part of this mm-hmm. and you know this is that that's that okay now I'm looking in the valley mm-hmm. seeing everything grow now storms has passed you know seasons mm-hmm. have changed yeah. yep you know mm. it's a beautiful thing it is. and it we celebrate we celebrate that yeah with you. Yeah. Thank you. We celebrate that with you. And we, we are quiet bystanders, but mm-hmm. we celebrate the story. Yeah, we do. And we Thank appreciate you. taking you. time to share yeah. with us, you know, what you've shared in regards to that story. I think we might have to have a, a, yeah, a we part have two. Yeah, we're going to have to have a part two. Because you for it. Because there's a lot of people who they, they need to know. I, I'm just big on this. They need to know. People need to know that they can get through stuff. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. there are some yeah. things that you can put in place, like you said, therapy and doing the work to mm-hmm. get you, even if it's not. And here's this is where this is something you may not hear. Mm-hmm. Right. Even if that work is not for you to be successful in your current situation. Right. 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 Come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. That work may be to propel you to whatever's next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So we we're we're grateful for you guys. We really appreciate you taking the time to to share this. And I know I know that it will help someone. And we just pray God's continued blessings on you guys mm-hmm. in Thank everything you. that you do. Thank you. This little man's life that's about to come, mm. it's going to change the game, mm. right? It, Amen. It brings a whole it brings a whole nother dimension mm-hmm. to, sure. to this story. Oh. You know what I mean? And so many other things that will come out of this as a result of that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The the promised child, right? Mm-hmm. Man, how how can we get? How can we follow you on social media? You can follow us at this pineapple love on Instagram. You can follow Siobhan at is it Siobhan E Gabriel? No, but I will help you. It yes, is yes. Siobhan dot e dot Gabriel, and the King's Luck the underscore kings underscore luck all right and for those of you who didn't write that fast enough or didn't grab a pen you will be able to see that in the notes yes follow these folk celebrate with them hold their hands up mm-hmm. pray for them yeah. we do have something coming up that i yes, did fail to mention okay tell us what's coming up what you all of that yeah, we've got this thing that we've put together. We haven't done it in a little bit, but it will circle back around as soon as life settles down. It's called Before I Do. And in that series, I and a couple of the girlfriends get together with other women who are either already engaged or thinking about getting married at some point. Mm. And we have a very open conversation, like, here's what you need to know about marriage that kind of thing. Mm, I like guys, it. Luke and some other guys do the same as well, but guys who have the same interests or are on the same trajectory. Then we do a get together where it's co-ed and the guys have the conversation with the girls and the girls have the conversation with the guys. And then we get together as one group and kind of wrap things up there where we talk up. Nothing is off limits in those conversations. Mm -hmm. That series will make it back around at some point in time when folks feeling our best. Wow, okay. That is so we'll be on the lookout for that. So you yes, follow follow them that. on social media so that you know when that comes up. Yeah. And you can be a part of that. Wonderful. Good stuff. Very very great. 
May the Lord bless you and keep you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. We appreciate right. it. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you for extending. This has been another episode of Trade Secrets. Make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content and for other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.